Welcome to the Living Rock Podcast. So, good morning. Um, it is 2020, officially the year of plenty. And um, I just, just wanted to say on that, uh, when, we, when I heard that word, 2020, the year of plenty, as much as it was a declaration from God, I believe it was also an invitation from God. Because the way that was contextualized was, what do you need? Ask of him. Okay? If you need um, finance, it's a year of plenty, but ask him for it. If you need health, it's a year of plenty, but ask for it. And so this year, if we want to see plenty, we've got to pray plenty. And so this morning, I want to get really practical with us and give us uh, some, some tools that we can use, some guides in how to pray. Now, for some of you, you you will be really confident in prayer. You will know what you're doing (laughs) in that sense. You've been praying for longer than I've been alive, some of you. But um, I do believe that for all of us this morning, there is a call and an encouragement to pray, to call on God, to do marvelous things in our world, to do marvelous things in our lives, and to bring his kingdom to this earth through the power of prayer. Amen. Let me read to you 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18. And let me reveal to you this morning the will of Christ Jesus for your life. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. For every single one of us, praying without ceasing is the will of God for your life. It is the will of God for my life. Now, you may find prayer easy, or you may find it slightly harder. Um, It may take a bit more effort for you. You may not be the most um, quick to speak or to talk, and so sometimes prayer doesn't doesn't seem the most natural, but for every Christian, it is the most natural thing in the world to speak to our Heavenly Father, to share with Him, um, to speak back His promises to Him, to hear from Him, to request things of him, to worship him, to honour him. And I really believe that for all of us, we can all grow in this area. We can all grow in our frequency of prayer, in our depth of prayer, in our understanding of it. And so I just want to share with you some really practical tools this morning of how you can do that. Um, What I'm going to share with you this morning um, are some tools from uh, a website called theprayercourse.org. Okay? And that is run by a group called 27, uh, 24-7 Prayer, which is headed up by a man called Pete Gregg. You might have heard of him. wrote a book called Red Moon Rising um, and uh, Dirty Glory. And they're phenomenal books of the power of prayer and how they have impacted this world. I saw something this morning, actually, from them that said, it is officially now, this year, is, they have been praying as an organization constantly for two decades. That, they are people we can learn something from when it comes to prayer, I believe. Um, but the important thing is that we, that we just find something that will help us to pray, okay? So there are 30 different um, uh, guides on their website um, in their tool shed, as they call it, um, which you can download for free, um, but even if there's just one that will help you, that's all that matters, because what matters is that we're praying. <laughs> and I'd like us to remember this morning as well that structure isn't religion in and of itself, Being disciplined, being um, given something, using a guide is not religion if that structure leads us to encountering Jesus. (laughs) When you read in in Acts, the the disciples continued to go every day to the temple. They continued to 
uh, carry on in some of their practices of meeting together and how they were meeting together. But that structure brought life because they were meeting with Jesus. And so this morning, if you think, do you know what? Some discipline would help me to pray more. Praise God. Because if you pray more, things will change on this earth. Your life will be transformed. The the lives of your families and the people around you will be transformed. These are not cheat sheets, okay, of how to get your prayers answered. They're guides to help you to work with the Holy Spirit to encounter God. Okay. So, we're going to show you a quick video, okay, of how you can access these documents. Um, Just to say, we will print them out to order for anybody who doesn't use the internet. So, don't worry. But, for those of you that do... Here we go. Okay, so this is a quick video of how in your web browser you can get to this website. Type in the prayercourse.org forward slash toolshed and that will take you through to this page here. Okay, which is just here. And you can scroll down. You're going to see lots and lots of different um, ways to pray and things you can pray. Some of them are um, just experiential things that people have said, this is how I can encounter God. This is how I meet with God. Um, but what, I'm just going to show you one of these tools off the website, and that is. Uh, so it's the prayercourse.org forward slash toolshed. Don't worry, we're going to send out an email tomorrow with the link to the website and also another link which I'll tell you about in a minute. Um, but this, we're just going to show one of these prayer tools this morning, and that is how they describe it is how to have a quiet time. Some of you might refer to that as like a devotional time, um, your, your kind of time with the Lord. But the reason I've, I've picked this one is because I believe that although there's lots of different ways to pray on that website and lots of different guides, this is something we should all be doing. Okay, we should all set time aside, however you do that, to spend time with our Father, to spend time with God, to be alone with Him. Okay, like any relationship, they can't last on quick one-sentence conversations. Okay. But we need quality time with our Father in heaven to speak to him. So this, this tool essentially works by, it goes through what a, prayer, what a quiet time is, why, and some Bible references to those things. It does a quick introduction, but we're going to get right straight into the, the do's of how to have a prayer time. And what's really nice is that this is, this is super basic. It's really, it is the layman's, kind of guide to how to get doing something. (laughs) Um, So they use the acronym PRAY for how to have a quiet time in 10 minutes, okay? I believe that we can all find 10 minutes to spend time with the Lord, even if that's in the shower, okay, but just to pray to him. And it even breaks it down into minutes of what to do. So to pause and to stop and just listen to the Lord, just to center your focus in what you're doing, just to him. And then spend a couple of minutes maybe uh, reading a psalm, which may be more difficult in the shower, admittedly, um, or just listen to a worship song, or just lift your own voice to the Lord in prayer. Spend a few minutes asking God, three minutes asking God, um, and praying to him what's in your heart. Pray about your day and what's coming up and ahead of him. Ask God to go ahead of you in those things and speak to him about that. And then yield. Read a few verses from the New Testament until something pops out at you, or um, maybe there's some things you need to confess and just put right with God. But ask, and then ask the Holy Spirit to fill you afresh. Just really, really simple. If you're sitting there going, I don't even know where to start with prayer, here's a start. And do you know what? 
you will probably find all of a sudden all the timings go out the window because you start speaking to the Lord and three minutes becomes 10 minutes and you think, Raoul, really got to get on with dinner. But do you know what? That's a great place to be. <laughs> um, but if you need somewhere to start, then this is fantastic. And then if you've got a bit more time and you feel you can spend 30 minutes just in quiet time with the Lord, then why not use the prayer that he's given us as an example, which was never meant to just be a read-it-off prayer. It was always a guide to show us what God wants us to pray and how he wants us to pray. Spend a few minutes remembering that your Father is in heaven, that he is your Father. Think about what he's like. Thank him for his goodness and his love. And then let that flow into prayer as you hallow his name, as you worship him. Read some psalms, let your praise pour out, listen to worship music. And then pray that his kingdom will come and his will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Pray for your own needs, pray for needs of friends and family. Um, pray for the wider world, okay? If there's a year that our world needs prayer, isn't it this year? Isn't it probably next year as well? But we need to be praying for our world. And then when Jesus said, give us this day our daily bread, he's already told us that we can't live by bread alone, but from every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So get into the word. Open up the word. Let his word wash you. Maybe use a Bible reading guide. Um, Focus on quality and not quantity. Just let the Lord speak to you. Maybe he's using his word to start a conversation with you, for you to pray. And then pray and make sure that you ask him um, to forgive you if there's things you need to be forgiven for if there's thoughts or words or deeds which you know you need to put right with him do that and maybe there's other people maybe there's people that you need to forgive yourself and then pray for protection pray that the lord will um, protect you and your family and your family maybe in areas particularly that you know you're vulnerable but take authority and stand on the word that he's given us as well stand on the promises of god um, and take authority And then maybe just finish by thanking God for all he's going to do, based on the fact that you've just prayed. Because if he's not going to do anything, then what was the point? But God, God listens. God moves according to the words that he's told us to pray. Okay. You know, this pattern is something that I use personally, and I find it so helpful to just know that actually I've prayed what God has asked me to pray. I've asked, I'm praying in line with what he's Um, spoken to his disciples and said this is how you should pray helps me to remember what to pray for but also gives me the space to to pray into different areas okay so it doesn't look too complicated does it no pretty straightforward but can be really helpful if we start using it the second thing Um, is a prayer tool that, again, we'll send a link for because this isn't on the website because this is one that we've developed. Um, We were just just thinking, what would our gatherings be like if we all came through those doors ready? Not ready as in just dressed and washed, (laughs) but ready spiritually. Ready to move and do the things that God has called us to do. How would that transform our gatherings? And I don't just mean the gatherings that we have here on a Sunday, but our life groups. What if when um, part of the reason uh, Luke and Judith came over for some dinner before Christmas, and I just spent some time waiting on the Lord and said, Lord, your church is gathering right now. Your church is going to gather. And so he said, break bread. And so we broke bread. 
And you know what? It totally transformed our evening. It was fantastic to just have Jesus right at the center before we ate together, to just focus on him. And so we can prepare every time we gather, every time. Youth, what if you guys turned up on a Friday knowing that God had spoken to you because you've waited on him? And he said, hey, I've got a word for you to bring to somebody, to encourage them. Remember, I've anointed you with power to heal people. And then you see one of them, somebody else that's sick and you lay hands on them and you heal them according to the word that Jesus has spoken. Oh, exciting. <laughs> so, we've got again a what, a why and a Bible reference. But let's get into the practicalities. How would we do this? How would we prepare ourselves? Okay, I haven't put any timings on this. Because this might be part of your quiet time that we've just talked about as you're preparing. It might be in the car on the way somewhere. But just some suggestions of how you can prepare your heart as you come together with the people of God. First of all, thank God. Because, do you know what? When it's been a busy morning and it's been difficult to get out of the door, it can feel like a bit of a... Or maybe it's another night of the week and everything's been really busy at work or at home. But do you know what? It's a privilege to gather with the people of God any opportunity, it is a privilege. And so if we start by thanking God for that, thank God for the fact that we can even do that. Even that would transform our times together as we remember how much of a privilege it is to gather. And then speak in tongues. Begin to stir yourself. Pray mysteries to God. And pray the things that are on his heart as you speak in tongues. And you know what? When, When we gather together, And we think, yeah, Lord, we want to see miracles, sign and wonder when we gather. Well, hey, you've already moved in a spiritual gift, so why can't we all move in another? There's no difference. They're not any more difficult to move in than another. The Spirit enables gifts amongst us. And then pray for those who you're gathering with. Pray that nothing stops people gathering together and that people will be where he wants them. And then make sure you consider, what have I been reading in the Word this week? Or maybe you open the Scriptures to just say, Lord, what what is it that you might want to say to the people as we gather this morning? Is there anything that stands out to you? And begin to ask God if it's something he wants you to share with somebody. Or is it a prompt? Is it something that he's giving to you so that when you come into the gathering, it's something that will propel you into worship? It's something that he begins to give you a burden to pray for someone or something. And then ask the Lord to give you boldness. Because you know what? It can be nerve-wracking sometimes if God gives you something to share to do that. But pray for boldness. That's what the disciples did. So we can do the same. And then submit yourself before God afresh. Yield to God. Because in those times when you're preparing, God might not give you anything there and then specifically, but he should have a room full of people. We should all be those who are saying, here we are, Lord, use us. And so submit yourself afresh, submit ourselves and say, God, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to say, whether it's something you want to say um, from the front, whether it's something you want me to share with someone over coffee, whether it's that you want me to tidy up the hall after the meeting, it doesn't matter. All that matters is I'm here to serve you, whatever that looks like. And finally, to remember that there are lots of different ways that the Lord could use you to speak or to use. So we're not talking about how to prepare to share something from the front. We're talking about just how to be ready for whatever God wants to do as we gather. So, like I say, these, um, these things will be sent out to you um, in an email tomorrow so that, you've, um, so that you've got the links to the different things. 
I don't know about you, but I am just, I am hungry to see God move, to see God do amazing things. But he has invited us to partner with him in that, okay? And I want to be the per- I want to be someone who partners with him. I don't want to dismiss that invitation. I want my RSVP to be absolutely first in the post, to join with God, to see his kingdom come and his will being done. So if I can encourage you, start using these things straight away, or just pray more. (laughs) Pray continually, pray without ceasing. Um, And don't forget, 24 hours of prayer on, uh, on Friday. Come and join in. There's a couple of slots as well that are specifically uh, for families to bring your children. If you want to help raise them up to teach them how to pray, that will be f- fantastic opportunities um, of how you can do that. So please uh, come along as a family. And like I say, if any of you would like printed copies of what's on the website, on the welcome desk there's a sign-up sheet where you can just pop your name and we'll just print them out to order. Um, for people. So we'll print those out this week and they'll be ready for you next Sunday if you'd prefer. But I think in response to this, the only appropriate response is to pray, right? And so um, I asked a few people if they could prepare themselves to just pray on our behalf for a few um, things, uh, big things, (laughs) but things that we would want to see God move in this year. And so um, if those people, Alison, Josh and um, Steve could come up. Um, we're, we're, I've asked um, Josh to pray for our church, to commit this year to the Lord uh, uh, for, for the church, um, for Alison to pray regarding our region, the area that we are um, we're representing and for things that are going on in our region. And then Stephen is going to pray for the world, for the nations, and uh, commit our world to the Lord in this year. Because you know what? We have a part to play in all of them. We have a part to play here. We have a part to play in our region. And we have a part to play in the world. So it's important that we do that. So hand over to these guys. So Josh, do you want to kick us off? Thank you, bud. Thank you, Lord. You are so good. Yes, you are. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Lord, I just want to thank you for this amazing body, this expression of your church, Jesus. I want to thank you for every individual person here. Father, I just want to thank you for the part that they play in seeing your kingdom come into fulfillment, Jesus. Thank you for every person that stands here and is in this body and helps to serve in this body to uh, bring your kingdom into advancement, Father. Thank you for everyone that's out in their workplaces, out in their schools, bringing your kingdom to their workplaces and their schools, Father. Thank you that they're laying on of hands, they're praying for people, and we're seeing people saved, Father. Lord, for this coming season, for the next year, I just want to pray that you just ignite a fresh passion within us, Jesus. That every single heart is burning on fire for you, Jesus. That we are lifting you up, that we're searching after you, Father. We're seeking you as our number one. We're putting you first in everything that we do, Lord. We're putting you first in the mornings. We're putting you first in our workplaces. Jesus, that our hearts are burning on fire for you, Father. Lord, just give us a passion that we can see this nation saved and changed, Father. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I just pray for an increase in revelation for us this year. 
Father, as we're taught from the front, as we're reading our Bibles, as you're revealing Scripture to us, Father, that you just give us a revelation of new things, Father. Show us things you haven't see, we haven't seen before and reveal that to us. Father, I just pray that as uh, and you spoke through Andrew this morning, that as we have things that you've promised to us, that we will see that come into a fruition this year, Father. And as Mike said, that we won't just wait and sit on it, but God, we will pray earnestly and steadfastly to see that come, Father, and that your promises will be revealed to us this year, Father. Thank you, Lord. I just want to pray for provision for everyone here today, Lord, that everyone has everything that they need, that everyone is cared for and provided for, whether that be in their house, Lord, that you provide their food for them, for clothing, Lord, and everything that they need within their spiritual life, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that you've called us to be set apart and holy, Father, and it is a privilege to be in your body and in your church, Father. Amen. Oh, Father, I just want to pray this morning for our local communities. Um, I particularly want to pray for places that serve people. Um, Father, I'm just thinking about the schools, nurseries, colleges, hospitals, clinics, surgeries, family centres, social services, nursing homes. Um, Father, for all those people that are in authority in those places. Father, we pray that they will have wisdom in managing and making strategic decisions. Father, especially where finances are scarce. Father, we ask for your provision. Father, I ask especially for in our schools and in our National Health Service. Father, we're so grateful for our National Health Service, Father. But we pray for that in our region, um, that there will just be provision, Father, a release of finances. Father, that where it is scarce, you will multiply it. Thank you, Father. Father, I want to pray specifically for workplaces that are represented by people here. Um, Father, there's people um, working in places where the people come to us. Um, This is children, parents, um, elderly people, people with special needs. And Father, it's such a privilege um, to have a job and have an opportunity to demonstrate your love in those places. So, Father, I pray for the Christians that are, um, whether teachers, teaching assistants, um, nurses, doctors, carers, social workers, support staff, volunteers. Father, we pray for all these people um, that they have wisdom and strength and boldness to excel in their jobs, but also to guide people to you. Father, I pray that this year... um, we'll be able to take the opportunity to share our testimonies with others and find a freedom in the workplace to do that. Father, I also pray, um, and maybe this is for specific people to be lifted up so we have more people with vision and courage to have the opportunity to step into um, in their workplace into positions where decisions are made, um, where they're going to be real people of influence for your kingdom. Thank you, Father. Father, I pray for all of, all of us that you help us to do our part um, to impact our community Amen. for you. Amen. 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 
I would just like to set a little bit of context first because when I was praying and preparing for this morning, God dropped a real incitement in my heart for this coming year. I've been a Christian for 40 odd years and I've never felt like this. And for this coming decade, and so it's a privilege to be praying for the nations, to be praying for, for, for the world of which we're all part of, because it's such a significant time. There is so much going on politically, environmentally, but I just want to say that needn't bother any one of us. We sang this morning that we're serving the Lamb who's on the throne, the High King over all. If your life is hidden with Christ this morning, if you're a Christian, none of what's going on should shake you. It's shaking the world, and it's shaking the world into the kingdom. We stand on the rock, Christ Jesus. And it's time, strategically, for the church globally to stand up and take our place. And that includes us. We're part of that global church. And I believe we're going to see, again, dropped in my heart by the Holy Spirit, I believe we're going to see the voice of the true church speaking out in this year and in this coming decade like we haven't, well, we certainly haven't seen. may have been seen in the past, but there is a real strategic time for the church, and it's exciting. So just, I don't think we should do, sorry, not very good at this, anything without the word. So let's put it into context. 1 Timothy 2, verse 1. Therefore, I exhort first of all that all supplication, prayers, and intercession and the giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and all who are in authority, that we may lead a, a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, who desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. That is the purpose of our prayer. That is the purpose of the peace that we want, is that all men might come to know the knowledge of God. So, Father, we lift this world to you. If you're able, can you stand and raise holy hands, clean hands, pure heart? Lord, we raise this world to you at a clearly significant time. We pray for the leaders right across the world, for the Chinese leaders, for the American leaders, for the North Korean leaders, wherever they are, for all men and women in authority. And we say, God, have your way in their lives. Bring godly influence into their lives. We ask it in the name of Jesus that you would bring people alongside them who that they can respect, who would speak your word into their lives. We thank you, Lord, that there is no extinction rebellion. Well, there might be an extinction rebellion, but we are the true extinction rebellion because we bring people into your kingdom. So we want, Lord, that that your uh, voice would shout out in our world in this time. Lord, as men scheme and, and, and work their plans, we stand confident that your plan would reign supreme. And we stand ready, Lord, to receive into your kingdom those who you are calling. 
Closer to home, Lord, we pray for our Prime Minister. However he got where he is, he's a man now in authority. And we pray, Lord, that again, you would send people alongside him, people who he can respect, people who he will listen to, that there would be a godly influence in this land in which we live, in this day. And we ask it in the name of Jesus, confident that you are moving. In a time in Europe where their things are changing, in our time this year of edging our way out of the European Union, Lord, we pray for peace in our land, reconciliation in our land, that your gospel will prosper in this place, in this land. Lord, in this time when the world is being shaken, we stand on the rock, Christ Jesus, with open arms and we say to the world, come in, come in, stand in this safe place, be part of the everlasting kingdom. We thank you, Lord, that our prayers are powerful and effective in this day, in this time. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Search for us online and get information about upcoming events and more great teaching.